Hello and welcome to Conversations with Kath, the podcast that keeps you up to date with the daily antics of your mother, your Alma, your friend, or whatever Kath Vanderhorst is to you. So grab a glass of Harvey Bristol, put the phone on silent, and let's see what's been keeping our favourite 9 year old busy this week. It's a very good evening to Alma Kath. How are you tonight, Alma? I'm very well, mate. Thank you. And how are you? I'm, I'm very well as, as well. Good day. You've had a good day? Yes, I did. Oh, good. What was good about it? Hey, well, Tegan rang me on, uh, oh, I forget the days now. Um, oh, my, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, um, oh, not much, I'm staying home. Is it all right if we come up with the kids? We'll stay the night and we go back the next day. And I said, yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. So Tegan came up, stayed the night. <laughs> and after they'd gone, um, Stephanie rang me. And she said, oh, my, we've been to Lewis. Is it okay if we call in? Stephanie and um, Daniel came in and they sat here for a little while. And, uh, yeah, it was really good. And then uh, somebody else came. Oh, Harry um, Harry and Jo Vanderbroek. (laughs) And I hadn't seen them for ages. Yeah. So I had a very good day. Yeah. Quite the busy uh, weekend, (laughs) Alma. That's fantastic, getting all those visits in. Eh? Oh, it was great, Matt. I looked out of the window, out of the front door, and there was people uh, with motorbikes, and they were parked near that um, that uh, public toilet here in Tarnung. There's, there's a bit uh, a bench there and a, and a table, and they were just sitting there having morning coffee, and it looked really good. Oh, great. You know, maybe the world is coming back to normal. <laughs> that's right, because it is a, a long weekend down there in Victoria, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so this week on Conversations with Kath, we have got a bit of a, a wedding-themed episode. There's uh, <laughs> Becky is getting married in a few weeks' time, and I thought I'd get Alma to have a chat about her wedding, and then we'll compare that to Wilma's wedding, uh, and then compare that to Becky's wedding. So we've got the three generations of girls from this Vanderhorst side of the family here. Um, this is really the only line of, of girls that keeps going. There was Jenny, but she stopped with um, when she had the boys. And obviously, mum has had Becky, and then hopefully it might continue down the line. So, Alma, let's kick off with you. Um, what year did you, I know you've mentioned this in the past, but what year did you marry Opa? I was, uh, I was married um, in 1954. 1954. On the, on the 8th of September, 1954. Lovely. So a nice time of year to be married over there. Not too cold. Yeah, and I got married. I got married in Vermont, not in my hometown. Now, Vermont was Opa's hometown. Is that right? Yeah, Opa used to live. Yeah, because I used to work in the Hague, and I um, used to um, board Mr. Vanderhorst. Yeah. 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 And whereabouts did you get married? Like, what type of a a venue was it? Was it was it a church or a garden or? No, no, Matt. It's. Uh, we were married in the church, church, you know, and it was all sort of very official. My dad had a uh, the top hat and a black. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got my little booklet here. <laughs> yeah, a top hat and uh, and um, uh, yeah, and we were married by yeah. Oh, and my brother was, um, oh, what do you call it? Not the best man, but uh, like a page boy or something. Yeah, yeah. 
my brother, my my yeah, my my dad and my stepmother, they came to Warmond. They used to live in um, in Brabant in Boxmere, so they came by train and uh, and we were married at about uh, I think it must have been about ten or yeah ten o'clock, and uh, yeah we had um, after the wedding we had breakfast with the priest. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't very much, Mick. It was just a piece of uh, a piece of toast and a cup of tea. <laughs> and after the wedding, we all went home, and uh, to um, where Opa and Oma Vanderhorst used to live. Yep. And we had, um, uh, you know, some friends came because a few days later we were we were heading off to Australia. So I never uh, bothered about having a, a wedding dress because there was no point. Right. All their clothes had gone. So I just had an, uh, what do you call it? A two-piece suit. Ah, I think I've got a photo somewhere. And if I, if I can find yeah. it, I'll put it on the, on the group. But... My book here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got my book here. My uh, stepmother and my dad came and they were all dressed up. And my dad was all standing there, you know, with a top hat and, and a black suit. And that's what it was done in them days. So, so did Opa Vanderhorst. Were you the first yeah. one to get married in your family, out of your siblings? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just after the war, or not so much after the war, but it was in 1954. And um, and we were planning to go to Australia. We, a trip was booked. And uh, so after the after we got married, and uh, we had a, a well, I suppose you call it a wedding breakfast type of thing yeah. with uh, the family. And then after the after everybody had gone, Op and I hopped on the train in Leiden, and that was all booked. And we um, we travelled to Germany to Essendon, Essendon, where Opa used to um, work as a prisoner of war. All oh, right, okay. So we checked for the honeymoon. Pardon? Is that where he took you for the honeymoon? Yeah, that's where we went for our honeymoon. How romantic! Where he was a prisoner after, of war. After the after uh, we came back from um, from Essen, the next day we stayed in Warmond for one night, and then the next day we hopped on the bus and we went to to um, um, Schiphol, the Dutch, uh, you know, the, the yeah, the Dutch airport, yeah, the Dutch airport, yes, yeah. and uh, yeah, we hopped on the plane and off we went, and uh, the the first night um, we stayed in Rome. We only flew during the day, a couple of hours. So after we left um, Amsterdam, we uh, we flew to um, to Rome, and because we were traveling with the KLM and it was pretty upmarket mm. uh, trip that we had, it was pay we had to pay for this. That's but right. uh, we were picked out by buses, and uh, we got a guided tour yeah, um, through through Rome, and um, our hotel was not far from um, from um, you know, where the Pope lived. Oh, yeah, the Vatican. <laughs> Yeah. Vatican, yeah, the Vatican, yeah. Oh, and of course, the next day, we were, and we were, you know, we, we couldn't have a lot of luggage with us. Um, but we had to be, um, you know, the, the meals were in hotels and we had to, uh, we had to sort of dress up or look respectable. So it, it was a bit of, a, yeah, it was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a hassle to do that. But every night we, um, we stayed in hotels and uh, we only flew about four or five hours a day, mm -hmm. and during the day. And yeah. then when we landed, wherever we were going, 
the bus used to pick us up. And uh, because in them days, you know, you landed in the middle of the tarmac. And uh, there was used to be a bus and they, uh, they took us to wherever we were going, oh. at the hotel. Then we could have a shower and, you know, get, yeah. So yeah, it was a good honeymoon, man. Yeah. All our meals, and we stayed in top hotels because all my, uh, before the body car land, that was all part of the package. And uh, we had beautiful meals. We, um, we stayed in Singapore for three nights. And then after Singapore, we flew straight to um, uh, Perth. Yeah. What was it called? Fremantle. 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 And when we got to Fremantle, Matt, that we were migrants. Yeah. There was no bus to pick us up. You know, we were in the middle of the tarmac. We had to walk to this great big tin shed. We were handed an, a tin plate and a knife and a fork. There was no uh, civil service there. <laughs> Honeymoon over. Yeah, and then they weren't even sure whether they were flying or flying on to Melbourne. Yeah, because a lot of people got off. Yeah. Do you still have your wedding rings, Alma, by any chance? My rings? Yeah. Yeah, I've got them on. Still got them. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I've still got them on. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And what about, um, how many people or guests would you say, do you remember how many you would have had at your wedding? Oh, I got, can't really remember, Matt, but it wasn't very, but they were all the family. There was, there was Uncle Peter and Gerald, yeah. Uncle Peter and um, Tante Nettie and Gerald and Reed and uh, who else was there? Tante Corrie. Oh, Tante Corrie, of course, and, and Uncle Ron and, uh, and a few friends from, um, and my parents, they were there, and my brother and my, my uh, Pete and my sister, um, they were there, and... Uh, Two sisters. I think. Did you go? No. She didn't go? No, we fell out. No, she never came. So, yeah, I think maybe we we might have had about 30 people, if that. Yeah, right. So, and we had a really nice breakfast and, uh, you know, with everything that opens and shuts. Was that the... um... Was that the the standard back in those days? It was more of a, a celebratory breakfast after the wedding, or was there was yeah. people still doing like you know today how you'd have a reception in the afternoon? Sorry, ceremony in the afternoon, then you'd have a reception going into the night. Was that nothing like way? that? No, right? Okay, nothing like that. It was all very simple. My my uh, my dad came in, my stepmother came, my sister, my brother. And a few of John's friends that, he, friends that he worked with, and of course, the Vanderhorst, and that was about it. Okay. And nothing was catered for, you know, it was all, yeah, not, not, not like these days. No. I never had a wedding dress. I didn't want a wedding dress because what was I going to do with it? We were three days later, we were going to, uh, after our three day honeymoon, <laughs> we were flying out to. Australia. Yeah. So that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So if we move across to you, uh, Wilma, your wedding, what year were you married? 76? 1976. Yep. Yeah, right. February the 14th. It's an easy one to remember that one, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have Valentine's Day. No, then. they didn't have Valentine's Day then. So it was just a really? stroke of luck. I actually. Was we were going to get married on the seventh of February, 
But um, I was working on the exchange, so I had to go to the reception place after I'd finished work. And when I got there, they said, oh, sorry, somebody's just been in and paid a deposit, so you can't have the 7th. So I said, oh, I'll make it the following Sunday, the 14th. Wow. So that was how we got married on the 14th, on Valentine's Day. I didn't realise it wasn't a thing back then. That's Yeah, no. What a coincidence. See, that American thing, and you know, wasn't sort of heard of. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think, you know, yeah, it was heard of a little bit, but nobody made a big deal of it like today. Yeah. Uh, most people didn't sort of even, you know, buy flowers or anything. It was just, it was an American, more American thing, I think. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know it was stinking hot that day. <laughs> it was a hot one. Yeah. Well, you got married we, in where? Nanagoon. Nanagoon. Mm -hmm. Nanagoon. Yep. St. James at Nanagoon at the church. And then we had our reception um, at the Walsing Matilda in Springvale. Oh, so yeah. we had to drive all that way. But then there wasn't many places, you know, locally that had wedding receptions oh, right. back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what do you remember about your day? Was it a, uh, an afternoon ceremony followed by reception? Uh, yeah, I think it was um, about 3 o'clock or 3.30 in the afternoon, the yeah. wedding, um, and it was in the um, St James Church, Church yeah. and the priest we had was uh, McQuiggan, yeah. Father McQuiggan, yeah. who liked to have a little drop of wine beforehand, and I think he had... <laughs> more than a few drops because he called Alan John at yeah. the end of the... And he, con con um, you know, congratulate congratulated Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I remember that part of it. Um, I remember he, rem he reminded me of Don Camillo. <laughs> yeah. um, I remember it being a hot, windy day. Because in those days, um, cork shoes were all the go, platform cork shoes. Oh, yeah. And that's what I had on, which the dress covered and you wouldn't have seen them. But because it was windy and that in, in any photos that you wear, you can, you know, full length, and that I could see this horrible cork bits under the dress. Like the dress because is blowing, blowing. Yeah. I think in a couple of photos they actually put you know, a few rocks on me, me, the train of the dress, you know, to keep it sort of down a bit. But, um, yeah, and I know the photographer sort of lined us up against the um, wall of the church to take photos. Like, yeah, they weren't, you know, very inspiring photos. Um, I think these days they do much, much nicer <laughs> shots, you know, like using, you know, near a tree or something. This was just the brick wall of the church. So, um, yeah, but anyway, I remember going, we had um, Ute Phillips's um, car. I think it was a, I don't know if it was a Dodge. I can't really remember. Big blue, blue car. Um, that was the wedding car. Actually, I got driven to the church in my dad's um, HQ Monaro. Oh, I H, yeah, I'm not sure. The red one. Yeah, it was a ready, a mandarin red, yeah. it was, because he'd bought that 
new and um, yeah, it was really nice car. So, you know, took me to the church in that, and then we left in um, U Phillips's um, car. Alan didn't know what it was, but then yeah, went to the Walsing Matilda, where I reckon we might have had about fifty guests because you know all my uncles and aunts were there. Um, the only ones on Alan's side were his brother. Um, his mother and Trudy and Barb's mother came to the church only. They didn't go to the reception. No. Alan's father didn't even come to the church. Um, he was, unfortunately, he was sick. And, uh, and, but, the priest, the but the priest actually said, you know, said a few prayers, like during our marriage service, and miraculously... Ted recovered, so the next morning we passed him with his, he had the boat on and that he was going fishing. So how's that? But, oh. you know, the pray, prayers must work, Matt. God yes. works in serious ways. So, yeah, just um, Max was the only one from Alan's side that was actually at the reception. Um, he was best man. I had only one bridesmaid, Mary Ann, that I went to school with. Um, I made my wedding dress. Um, myself and Marianne made her bridesmaids dress um, yeah for the reception yeah I think about 50 50 guests maybe maybe 45 to 50 and we had a smorgasbord yeah so we just hired a, a function room in the Walsing Matilda there wasn't actually a dance floor in that room we had to go out into the main restaurant where they had the band and everything. So we utilised that instead of, you know, getting our own band because this was only just a, a room to, you know, have a meal in. Thrifty. Um, well, back in those days, yeah. yeah. Um, well, mum and dad had seven children, Matt. That's you true. Know, yeah. So, um, but it, yeah, it was nice. And we actually stayed at the Walsing Matilda that night. A few of the other guests stayed as well. And um, we just sat up on the balcony of our room because it was an upstairs room and watched the guests leave. And, um, yeah. yeah, next day we went to the Speedway race. At, uh, I'm not sure if, where it was, whether it was, um, well, it was past Darnham. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure one, but anyway, so... That's when we saw Ted heading off with his boat because we had to pass their place <laughs> in Darwin. And Barbara didn't come either. No, no. no. But, she yeah. came to the church. And yeah, honeymoon, came, Mama, where did you go on your honeymoon? Honeymoon, we went to uh, South Australia. Oh, lovely. Um, and we didn't book. Your father didn't believe in booking anything in those days. He said, no, we'll just rock up. Uh and so we got to Adelaide. Uh, unbeknownst to him, there was the Inter-Dominion races on and a dentist convention or something. So nearly every motel was booked out. So we did end up sleeping in a tent one night, a three-man tent. And another night we actually ended up sleeping in the car because we went to some speedway race, I think out at Elizabeth. And by the time it finished, it was... Um, 11.30 or midnight and we thought, oh, bugger it, no point in trying to find something. So I think we just slept in the car that night. 
then we went to um oh we went to the pictures while we were there which is you know your father doesn't go very often but we actually went and saw um jaws Oh, yeah. so, of course, we never went to the beach after that. <laughs> we thought we'd give Glenelg a miss because we weren't going to go, you know, and stay at the beach. But, yeah, um, we only had, I think, I don't know, it might have been five days or something, five nights away. So, yeah, after that, I did suggest that we book in future if we, you know, or make sure that there are no major events on. <laughs> So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if you had a book, you might not have had these cool stories. No, that's right. Probably not. (laughs) All right, Becky, we'll bring you in. Um, You're getting married in a couple of weeks, so you haven't had your wedding yet, but you've been planning this for for quite some time and um, from conversations I've had with you, you've pretty much been on top of it and everything's been planned for... A, a long time like you you really did a lot of it in the first few months so first off your wedding date is saturday the 22nd 20th 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 20th, 20th of march so 11 mm. days to go 11 days how are you feeling you still happy to walk down the aisle uh yeah this stage yeah okay that's good there's, there's still time thought i'd check that um you're getting married at where Gumbaya World. Okay, uh, ceremony and reception at Gumbaya World. Is that right? Yep. Great. Okay. And how many how many guests are you having? We've got one hundred and one. Wow. Okay. So that's just one of the I guess one of the um, the changes or the differences we're seeing is in in terms of guest numbers. So weddings these days sort of have a lot more than they used to have from the sounds of things. I got married in twenty eleven, and I think we had we had fifty at ours. Um, and you're having 101. So is, is most of that, is it, what's the split there, Beck? Is it half your, half your family, half Jason's, or is it more on one side than the other? I think family is bigger on my side, but then Jason's got a lot more friends invited. So his right. list probably does take up more of the guests. Yeah. And what's the, for, what's the format of your wedding, Beck? Is it, how's it going to play out? Uh, we have 3.30 ceremony in the gardens mm-hmm. and then 6 o'clock reception in the reception room. Okay. And some photos in between there? Yeah. So there'll be group photos and then there'll be us going around the park and having all our photos done. Okay. And how, how do you get to the wedding to a wedding these days? Is it some fancy car or is it just a traditional... Toyota Hilux. <laughs> Dad offered did Dad did offer the Land Cruiser, but I uh, said no thanks. <laughs> uh, Jason's having two HQ Monaros take him down, and I'm getting a limo. A limo. Through five five kilometers. <laughs> do you leave from Garfield back from where you live? Yeah. Or do you go spend the night at Mum and Dad's? No, they were picking me up at home in Garfield. Oh, and they okay. rang me the other week and they said, oh, just to confirm, like, your address. Like, you're only going five kilometres, is that correct? I said, yep, <laughs> fine. They can't do a quick trip up the Warrigal and back? 
Well, we've got it for an hour. So the minimum you can hire them is an hour. Yeah. So I do have it for that hour. So if we are running on time and we've got some time to kill, we can go for a quick drive. Yeah, stay Take off the a long way. Stay off the dirt roads. Yeah. Yeah. You still can't lapse down the main street of Pakenham, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see that go around the roundabout. Now, um, so Alma had a, a traditional breakfast as they did back in those days. Mum had a smallest board. What type of uh, dinner or are you offering your guests, Becky? We're having a three-course sit-down meal and then yeah. some cafes as well to start off. Yep. We're hoping to have a grazing table, but um, too many rules around um, that with COVID at the minute. Okay. Is, is there many other rules that you've been... Um, forced to sort of adhere to or is it just pretty much just that my guests don't have to wear a mask do they or you're not capped at any numbers at the moment no masks at the minute but it is capped at one person per two square meters okay so you'll fit all your guests in the, the place you were hoping to have it in originally so we've got i think we could have up to 140 guests to oh. have it in the like the formal function room Yep. But then they do have another area next door where we could have moved it to, and I think we could have had like 500 people. So hmm. <laughs> we were yeah, pretty wow. fine. I think, yeah. Make sure it's space then to come by. Well. <laughs> now, what about a honeymoon, Becky? So obviously you can't really, well, you can't fly overseas. You can fly domestically, but has COVID sort of put any, I guess your plans on hold to go anywhere or were you originally just going to go somewhere local or what were you going to planning to do if you were honeymoon? I think Jason would prefer to just stay within Australia. Yep. So our plan is to go to Perth, but it's just a bit hard to book anything at the minute with yeah. restrictions in place. I think Perth's only just opened their border without having to go over there and quarantine. So. Yeah, Perth, Perth have been one of the ones that sort of tend to shut it on a dime so yeah it's probably smart not to book anything just yet perhaps i think though jetstar is getting more flexible with their flights too though like if you do have to change it to a different date i don't think they're charging any fees which is oh okay that's handy then positive hmm wow that's great okay so we can see quite a uh, quite a a lot of differences there between the three generations here Winnings. We might jump into the mailbag now. Uh, this week's question comes from Paul, who did ask this question a while back, and he's been sending abusive text messages to me to hurry up and ask the question. So, Paul, here it is. Omar, what's the history of the wine barrel in your kitchen area? Oh, <clears throat> well, my, yeah, when I was in Holland, I can't remember what year it was. Um, my brother and I, we went um, on a bit of a tour through the village and uh, we came past this place and they were making wine barrels. And I was really impressed with these wine barrels and I said, gee, I wouldn't mind having one. And uh, my brother said, yeah, no problems. I'll, uh, I'll organise it. And... Uh, it was shipped out to, um, to um, where were we living? Here, to Tainong, I think. I've got a little card in it when, it, when exactly it was uh, shipped oh, out. 
yeah, in the bottom of the thing, there is a little card, and it said, um, uh, "Donated by the family Hutton." <laughs> a gift, a gift from the family Hutton. Wow! Yeah. And that's Paul always liked that well, well that um, that bell. Yeah. You know, and I've many, many, many sherry out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it's Paul's. He always wanted the bell. So. Yeah, he's, he's always like that. That'll look good in his house. He, he likes displaying his liquor, so it's a good, good place for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that one? Was well, that the same trip as the um, the cowbell Alma? Because that happened with with uh, when you were with Pete. Oh, this is uh, a present. It reads a present from the family P. Hutton, sent by, and this that's the people that uh, shipped it out from Coke, Holland. It doesn't say the date. You, is it the first time you went back to Holland after 25 years or not? Because uh, that was in 1976. No, it was. After that, was it? Yeah, it might have been after that, yeah. Okay. I might have been after that, yeah. So uh, it's fairly old, you know. Now. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Paul. I hope, that, I hope that answers your question, Paul. You've got a nice little piece of history there coming to you. One day. Yeah, it's about what the hell old would it be, Vilma? Oh, so it was after 76. It'd be 50 years old, wouldn't it? Um, no, we've only been married 45. So, yeah. oh. so if it was after 76, maybe it's 40, 40 years old or something. Yeah, anyway. Depends it's pretty old, mean. but yeah. it's still in, the, in, in one piece. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a good bell. And the cowbell was another trip. That oh, was another trip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for a long time, I couldn't go anywhere because we didn't have any. Well, we couldn't afford it. So um, when um, when we ended up in the post office, I'll, um, yeah, I started sort of traveling. Yeah. You know, and I, I had an, an old aunt who I liked very much. And uh, she used to ring me one day and, and the Monday she... Uh, she uh, she was sort of planning to come here, but she never made it. She died before she uh, she got here. She was a school teacher. She was never married. Yeah, lived with my uh, my grandparents, and um, you know I thought, well, what's the hell of waiting? Yeah, you know if I sort of thought I should go and see, I should go and see him. So I used to go hop on the plane. Opa used to run the post office with Wilma, and uh, yeah, and after. Up had gone. I used to travel with uh, Lois Crowley, who lived right. up the road, yeah. and uh, we used to go all over the place. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, after, and then she passed away because we were going to Europe on this big trip, and of course she, she never made it. And uh, yeah, then I had Joe Jansen from Thailand. We did Canada and we did Alaska, all sorts of things, and uh, yeah. Yeah, they're all gone, all my travel buddies. I'm the only one left. Okay. Yeah. All right, that just about wraps it up for this week. Becky, good luck for your upcoming wedding. Look forward to coming down and being part of it. 11 days to go, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Mum, thanks for jumping on and telling us us a bit of an insight to your wedding. No worries, Matt. And Alma, thanks for jumping on again. And uh, yeah, 
Thank you, Matt. It's been great. You're doing a good job. I keep reading these uh, episodes every now and again. The only thing is I don't know how to turn them off. I'll have to ask Wilma. Yeah, you can ask Mel. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening to Conversations with Cats for this week. We'll see you next week.